Hello, Screamer, and welcome back to another edition of Scream Stream, the show that brings you the best and the worst of streaming horror in 20 minutes or less. I am your host, James Gass, and I want to thank you again for joining me this week. I do greatly appreciate it, and I hope you enjoy the show. All right, so before we get into the show all hot and heavy, I do have just a couple of announcements. I did start up a Patreon account. And what is Patreon? It's essentially an ongoing virtual tip jar. If you decide to become a patron, you'll put some cash in the jar to support the content I produce. So if I save you a couple bucks from renting a terrible movie, you can say, thanks, James. Here's a couple dollars. Uh, ScreamStream will always be free. Patreon is just a way for you to say, dude, I like what you're doing. Here's some flow. And you'll get stuff. Uh, and you can give as much as you want or as little as you want, it doesn't matter. But if you toss us two bucks or more, you'll get access to Extended Scream, which is a sister show of Scream Stream. And there I'll review um, or talk about horror comics, books, movies, TV shows, and just overall general horror discussion. I might even have a couple guests on. So that's just another way to to, to uh, support the show. And you can go to patreon.com slash screamstream. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash screamstream. And uh, hopefully you will consider becoming a patron. And if you only give a nickel, you'll still get access to the Patreon-exclusive stream there where I'll post updates that nobody else will be able to see. Also, we're now on iTunes. So if you go to iTunes and go to the podcast section and do a search for uh, horror movies or Scream Stream, we'll pop up there. Uh, also in Stitcher, if you have the Stitcher app, go to the entertainment section, click on horror, and there I am. You can also find the direct links on the uh, Scream Stream website, screamstreamcast.blogspot.com. One of these days, I promise I will get a domain name uh I just can't right now. Sorry. So go to the website and you'll find the direct links to the, to uh, iTunes page and the uh, the Stitcher page, and uh, go and subscribe for free. And that way you will never miss an episode of Scream Stream. Sorry, I just I like talking you know, talking like that. All right, so let's get into the show here. I don't have a shit list, but I do have one. One show I do want to just highly recommend, and then I'm also going to have a What's New in Horror on Netflix. Okay, for my recommendation, I'm not going to do a full review. I just want to recommend this show. It's called The Strange Calls. It's available on Hulu+. Plus. Uh, I'm not sure if it's available on the free version of Hulu or not, uh, because I do subscribe to Hulu plus, so I can't really tell, but it's an Australian based, uh, horror comedy kind of show. And the plot synopsis is officer banks, young, hopeless, and heartbroken is just transferred to Coulomb's night duty desk overnight. Banks must deal with a town of helpless locals whose emergency calls are getting stranger every day. This show is amazing. They only did one season, sadly. It is six episodes long. Each are 30 minutes. I'm, I'm not going to do a review because I don't want to waste a whole lot of time on it. Just You just have to go and watch the show. It is 
awesome. It is one of the best horror comedy shows I've ever seen. It's a great show. It's called The Strange Calls. It's available on Hulu+. Plus. They are doing a U.S. remake, and they are uh, the setting for the U.S. remake will be Nantucket rather than uh, Coulomb in Australia. It, air, it aired on ABC2 originally, which is Australian Broadcasting Corporation 2. Back in 2011, I believe it was based off of a short film. So enough about that. Just go watch it. Go watch it right now. Uh, all right. So new on Netflix. And I, I'm going to do this list probably like maybe once every three episodes. I'll do what's new on, on Netflix because, I mean, they don't come out with a whole lot of stuff every week. Uh, so I do want to bring you like a nice chunk Whenever I do these things. So new on Netflix, new Netflix, ha, new on Netflix, my bloody Valentine, 1981, which I'm going to review, uh, this week contracted, which I did review germ Z axed Frankenstein's army. I'm going to review that as well. Tentacles from 1977, Stephen King's thinner. And also here comes the devil, which is a recent uh, Spanish horror film that got a lot of praise from, Various horror websites such as Fangoria and, and Dread Central. Dread Central. So I will, will review uh, some of those movies. And that is what is new on Netflix. Now there there is I mean there's a lot of stuff I really want to talk about, but again if you're interested in becoming a patron, you'll hear about all that stuff on the extended screen. All right, so let's get into the review. Of 1981's My Bloody Valentine. For a plot synopsis, a decades-old folktale surrounding a deranged murderer killing those who celebrate Valentine's Day turns out to be a true legend when a group defies the killer's order and people start turning up dead. Now, this has a 6.1 on IMDb currently. It was directed by George... Mihal Mihalka Mihalk Mihalka Mihalka I'm sorry <laughs> it was written by Stephen A Miller and John Baird damn Canadians and their weird names stars Paul Kelman Lori Haler Lori Hallier and Neil Affleck and I wondered if if Neil Affleck was related to Ben Affleck but I don't think so I think that's a completely different gene pool. <laughs> so here's my general thoughts on the film. I did actually enjoy the film, and this sort of came out around the time when we had other slasher films such as Friday the 13th, Halloween, and here's where I praise the Canadians. Canadians apparently make really good slasher films. If you compare this to something like Friday the 13th, in that film, lots of sex, lots of boobs, and, of course, killing. Uh, the Canadians decided not to show any boobage in this movie. And I don't get me wrong. I'm not a prude. I mean, I like boobage as much as the next dude or, or gal, whichever you might be. But you don't have to have it in the movie to make it a good movie. And I think the Canadians uh, understand this. And they just took a really good story and made a, a really good movie. I did enjoy the film, and I watched this on Netflix Instant Streaming, and somebody did a bang-up job at cleaning this film up. 
because it looked, especially the opening sequence, it looked like it was pretty darn new. I would say it looked like maybe a, a late 90s film. Uh, it was clean. There wasn't like a whole lot of dust particles. Uh, there wasn't a lot of noise, a lot of grain. The film looked great. As far as the acting, uh, the acting was pretty good. There's there was some a little bit of cheese in there, but not a whole lot. It was like a, a couple squirts of cheese whiz. Is <laughs> about the best way that I could put it. The main character, I don't know what it was about his voice, but for some reason, his voice really got on my nerves. Uh, he sounded like a higher pitched version of Ash from The Evil Dead. And combine that with the Canadian accent, it got a tiny bit annoying. But overall, I mean, it was still watchable. It's not that bad. I just, I have to rant about something, okay? I can't just say this is a perfect movie. I have to have something to complain about. Uh, other stars in this film are Cynthia Dale, uh, Helen Uddy, um, Keith Knight, Ife, oh, Alf Humphreys. Uh, Thomas Kovacs, and there's a special uh, appearance by uh, Don Franks. And I didn't really recognize Don Franks at first, uh, but when you go to his IMDb page, uh, he's actually done a lot of films. Uh, and he is a, a note, you'll, you, you know, you'll, you'll see his page and you go, oh, I recognize that guy now. Uh, just a, a great character actor. Uh, and he did a really good job in this film. There were a couple scary moments, a couple tense moments. The killer guy did a really good job at just being an ominous killer type of guy. <laughs> and it had like a little nice twist ending at the end. Uh, I mean, at least they didn't go for the straightforward, oh, this is the killer and this is who he is and blah, 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 blah. And in the movie, uh, they throughout the entire movie, they said, this is who he is and something else happens and there's a little twist. I'm not going to spoil it for you because uh, I just don't feel like being a spoiled sport today, a spoiling sport today. So I'm not going to spoil the film for you. Uh, it is a good movie. It was shot well. The camera work was great. It's not, you know, I watched this film and I think, wow, man, when you compare camera work to films back then and camera work today, today it's just constant shaky shots constantly. And I think people, I think the steady shot is underused in in films today. And I'm not, I'm not talking about just horror films, but films in general. I think the uh, the uh, the steady cam is is underused. Uh, there's not a lot of shaky shots. Uh, good classic panning shots. When you watch the film, you'll see what I mean. The 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 classic kind of of film camera work that was done it's just great it, it really takes you back again i enjoyed the film i highly recommend it uh, and you know what here's what's sad i i have never seen this movie and as much of a horror fan as i am never bothered to watch it uh, i have not seen the remake according to the imdb page the the remake has a similar story but not quite and a lot more uh bare skin if you will, there was, you know, and here's another thing to be a slasher movie. There wasn't as much gore as I thought there was going to be. I thought it'd be more gore, 
more uh, on-camera violence, but there really wasn't a whole lot of that. This movie sort of was just like completely out of the box for a standard slasher film, and and I think that really appealed to me. Um, so I mean, I'm not saying it, it it's good for the kiddies, <laughs> but it, it's it's tame for for a slasher film, even of that time. Because I mean, you look at Friday the Thirteenth or Halloween, and there was just a lot of on-screen violence and. Uh, this one didn't have a whole lot of that. But anyway, with all that said, go watch the film. It's a, it's a fun watch, especially if you have a group of friends over. Uh, it's a good time. Check that out on Netflix. It's My Bloody Valentine. Uh, I'll go check out the remake and, and kind of maybe do a comparison later on down the road. But for now, this is good. Watch it. All right, folks. Well, that's it for this edition of Scream Stream. Uh, give me some feedback. Do you like these short episodes? Would you rather them be a little longer and me go a little more in depth into uh, some of the filmmaking tips and tricks that that some of these filmmakers used? Or do you like do you like the short format? Send me some uh, feedback. You can do so on Twitter at scream underscore stream, or you can go to the uh, the website screamstreamcast.blogspot.com. And there you can just post a comment or uh, I have all of my other contact information there on the website. We're on Google Plus. We're on Twitter. We are on Facebook. Yes, I broke down and I created a Facebook page. So go to Facebook.com slash Scream and Stream podcast and like us on Facebook. So until next week, folks, remember, if it was real, the cameraman would be dead, too. I'm James Gass. Talk to you next week.